Now as Ryan, Trenton, and Sean grab your attention towards the world of sports, food, and entertainment, and away from the things that are probably more important, we apologize for nothing and anything that may be spoken, learned, or forgotten today. This is the Real Tree Shaker Show. Hello and welcome to the Real Tree Shaker Show. I am Sean. Ryan and Trenton are out on their nature walks right now. I don't think they're together, but, you know, two separate roads eventually turn into one. But with that, I thought I'd invite a special couple guests to join me tonight as we go over a few things. So if you guys could... Give a nice round of applause for our first guest. Groot. That's right. No one other than Groot is joining us. Okay. So are you going to be little Groot or big Groot? Groot. Little Groot. Okay. And then if we can, let's welcome in our next guest. None other than... Welcome. All right. Well, we got Groot. We got Sloth. So let's just go ahead and call tonight's episode the GSS Show, if everybody's okay with that. So not everyone approves. But anyways, let's get started as the NFL's scouting combine is about to start this week, which means all the drafty hopefuls are heading to the combine to show off their measurables, their skills, their agility, and try to improve their draft position, answer some, you know, questions that might be uh, lingering about some character issues, and just, you know, a chance for these, you know, teams to get in-depth with these players as they're about to make a big decision on these guys, a big financial commitment. Um, so... People are starting to show up at the combine, but the first actual workouts, which is uh, set to start on Thursday, it's the D linemen and the linebackers. And, you know, at the combine, they run the 40 yard dash, they do broad jump, vertical jump, uh, the three cone drill, um, you know, just bench press, of course, which is always a real cool to see how much cool thing to see how much these guys can actually bench press on their own uh it's ridiculous uh so then friday will be the dbs and tight ends working out same thing with the agility drills but they'll also do some um some catching some ball skills you know moving around just to see how they you know change a direction and test their ability to adapt and react and you know then Saturday, we got the QBs, the wide receivers, and the running backs. Probably the highlight of the combine. You get to see all the QBs throwing. Uh, some will not be throwing uh, as they're just going to wait for their pro days. But mainly, you're going to see most of the second and third tier quarterbacks throwing at the combine. But the Heisman winner, Jane Daniels, will be throwing. So that will uh, more than probably help his draft position jump even more if it's not already slated at number three um and then the wide receivers and running backs we'll see who or it could be a db that breaks does anybody break the 40 yard dash record time 
And Sunday, you got the big burlies in the middle, the offensive lineman workout. Uh, I think the scouting combine, I used to watch it all the time on TV. And then, you know, after a while, it's just kind of repetitive. But it's a good way for teams to meet the players one-on-one. I don't know how these tests, these aptitude tests that they give the players, how much they really matter. But I think just meeting the players in person, getting to know them, you know, putting them through, uh, you know, the whiteboard where they're up drawing plays or, you know, explaining situations to coaches. I think it's really cool. Um, But, you know, with the combine, you've, like I mentioned earlier, you have with the QBs, they're not going to throw until their pro day. You also have some wide receivers, running backs, other high slotted uh, draft prospects, I guess, that are going in the mock drafts is, you know, top 10, top 15 guaranteed, you know, spots. So they're, they're going to wait for their pro day. Um, you know, so the combines mostly for the second tier guys, like I said, and it helps them improve their draft stock, excuse me, that was a uh, soda burp right there, but maybe lose my train of thought, but I don't know if it's better for them to do it and do their pro day or just wait to do their pro day Um, because if you have like a decent scouting combine, um, you could have a much better pro day. it's not, you know, and then at the pro day, it's all scripted. So, of course, you should be doing better on your own if you've already got it written down in paper. Uh, I think if you're, if you know you're going to be a top 10, 12, 15 pick, just prepare. Uh, you never know what could happen. Um, you know, which will then lead us up to NFL free agency. And you know, The running back market is just not what it used to be. And if you look at it back in the day, not even back in the day, a few years ago, these running backs would have been locked up long-term. You know, I think Ezekiel Elliott from the Cowboys got um, the last really big contract um, for running backs with guaranteed money. And you saw how his productions kind of tapered off, but, on the free agent market, potentially could be Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs, Derrick Henry, Austin Eckler, Tony Pollard. I'm sure there's probably some other one, but that just is like, wow, teams that seem to, you know, shuffle through running backs a la Baltimore. Uh, you know, I think they're going to go heavy after Derrick Henry, Josh Jacobs, Saquon Barkley, all three of those guys fit. Baltimore's system and as a Giants fan I would hate to see Barkley in another uniform but I totally get it you know it's a business and he's made his case in point to want to stay with the Giants and if he does it'll be awesome because he is our best offensive player um, until further notice and everybody else knows that and he's still been productive and I know he's had his injuries but but so is our starting quarterback. Uh, you know, Josh Jacobs, I hate to say it, Cowboys would be a really good fit for him. Same thing with Derrick Henry. Um, oh, that just pains me to, to talk about it. Yeah, I don't, I don't like it either. 
I should definitely stop. But anyways, Eckler, I don't know if he's a number one back anymore. I mean, honestly, if you put Eckler in, say, like Kansas City uh, and give Patrick Mahomes a good third down weapon, it'd be a, an upgrade on Jerk. Jarek McKinnon. McKinnon has done great for the Chiefs, but Eckler, I think, just straight receiving. Has a really good nose for the end zone. <clears throat> Once you get down inside the, you know, the goal line. Um, so, I don't know. I mean, it's with the salary cap going up $30 million, now up to $255 million for each team. There's some more wiggle room. Um, but every year, you know, these the quarterback contracts kind of reset the market. And it seems like every other position, especially the running back position is just dropping and they just, nobody wants to pay them, but you can find running backs everywhere. I mean, Isaiah Pacheco, seventh round pick, uh, Tony Pollard is a late round pick. I mean, even Derek Henry is a second round pick. Uh, so, and the draft, you know, the draft, there's going to be, a ton of good backs, but I don't think any are projected to go in the first round. So that just shows you how many there are in the value and how close they are. So the main thing is, is have your offensive line straight and it doesn't really matter who you put in the backfield. Now, yeah, there are some generational running backs, CMC, Nick Chubb, Barkley, you know, Jameer Gibbs looks like he's on his way to being something special. Those you know, or a dime a dozen. It's just like wideouts. There's tons of wideouts, tons of tight ends, you know, tons of corner safeties, linebackers. But there's certain positions that there's rarefied gems that you have to grab and you don't let go. But <clears throat> I don't know. The Giants are just, you know, going back to them. They're in a weird spot. And what do you do? You've overcommitted to Daniel Jones and he can't stay healthy. You pay a running back who's been struggling to stay healthy but he had a great year last year um and i don't know i mean it's just really weird where you know in fantasy or old school building your teams running back was like the position to have and it didn't matter you have a quarterback now it's flipped so you know we'll see how that kind of turns out and free agency will start technically where NFL teams and agents can start talking on March 11th, um, but they can't officially sign until March 13th. And you know that all the deals will be announced on the 11th, but there's not tampering. No, not getting anything done. You know, you could get these mega million do dollar deals done easily. No problem. But, you know, what can you do? It's the NFL. It's a business. Um and it's just fantastic to watch because the NFL smart. They keep putting the season just ended and here we are with the combine. Then you got free agency, then the draft. And then, you know, which the draft is totally crazy. And that will be a, another discussion that we'll definitely have to have, um, you know, the guys in there for that. Don't really know if that's your forte sloth. So let's just kind of chill, you know? Groot. Yeah, you tell him, Groot. That's right. 
Yeah, no cussing unless you're one of the uh, three hosts of this show. But with that, also football, college football, continues to be in the news. Uh, And on a different turn, as a big fan of this game, which I'm sure many of our 15 listeners are, is EA Sports is bringing back NCAA football for the first time in years. I can't wait. And they struck a NIL deal um, with EA and the NI, whoever that do, does these negotiations. They've reached a deal to pay the kids um, if they want to be in the game and use their image and their, you know, true metrics, their name, everything. Um, EA is going to give them 600 bucks and a free copy of the game. That is, I think, 134 college football programs. Uh, you know, I don't think all of them will want to be in it, but I think they could probably shell out a little more than 600 bucks, maybe because they're college kids, right? You know, maybe they don't all have the big NIL deals or, um, you know, buy-ins for them to come to the school from car dealerships and other stuff, you know, other places like that. So not all of them have the, you know, most modern technology. So maybe EA could throw them a, um, get a deal with Microsoft and Sony where they could throw the kids a free um, PlayStation or Xbox so they could play the new copy of the game and then maybe bump it up a thousand bucks, you know, I don't know somehow, but at least they're doing something. Uh, cheers to Ed O'Bannon for his long time fight uh, in court to get the name, image, likeness thing taken care of. So it's going to be fun. I can't wait. Um, big fan of it. Uh, it's just, I don't know, things back memories. And it's it's one of the best. I mean, you can't go wrong with it. And EA kind of gotten lousy with making Madden, so hopefully they make a nice little comeback uh, with this new pending game. And I believe it's available in July, so pre-order now, so you can get your download ready. Uh, Next, coming up, is Peter King retiring. Uh, Won't spend too much time on this, but I was always a big fan of Peter King. Uh, Always look forward to magazines when they would actually come in the mail you know you look forward to it like like adam sandler said it's nudie magazine day you know so he was excited for it mine on the other hand was was the sports illustrated promise i promise promise um but he spent 44 years covering the nfl he wrote for si from 1989 to 2018 uh which he had a multi-page column for years called, you know, the Monday Monday morning quarterback. Uh, After 2018, you know, Peter King jumped to work full-time at NBC and he kept, um, he kept doing his column. uh, But he's also, you know, was was named uh, sports writer of the year three times. I mean, that's pretty yeah, that's ridiculous. Maybe it should have been more. Who knows? It's like, I guess, the MVP debate in the NBA. Who knows? But since 92, he's been a member of the board of selectors for the Hall of Fame. So he kind of helps to, you know, get Canton straightened up and get all those good players in there. I, don't know, I just, 
He was just really good to uh, listen to, knew his stuff, wasn't afraid to be honest and straightforward and rub some people the wrong way. But, you know, I think he will uh, surely be missed and I'm sure he'll probably get bored and get back into it. Um, with that, next, I have been watching the Dynasty, the New England Patriots documentary that's been on Apple TV and I got, it's been a pretty good uh, documentary so far. First one, really, really good. First episode, really, really good. Two and three were really good. And the fourth one is great, especially the ending because that's, you know, when the Giants won the Super Bowl. But we won 18 and one giant loss. But we'll go on to that. But it's it's really cool, you know, seeing the players and the coaches that they have interviewed, you know, from Brady to Belichick and Kraft. And his son, uh, Randy Moss, Brewski, Tylaw, Lawyer Malloy, you know, Bledsoe, and they're just all sitting there and they're just chilling and cussing up a storm. Brady dropping some f bombs. You could still see the angst and pain inside of Bledsoe's eyes from not being able to, you know, be the starter for the Super Bowl. But it's really cool, you know. They break down the details of Spygate and. It's just nice to see them to where they're not in that typical saying the right thing, being, you know, presidential and, you know, taking one for the team. There's kind of some, you know, finger pointing here and there. And you see Belichick and uh, looks totally different. I mean, not age-wise, but the way he is now, it's like you saw him interacting with players and joking around. And now it just seems like he doesn't talk to anybody, you know. On to Cincinnati. That's 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 all you get out of him, you know. And I guess that's maybe why he's not in the league because nobody wants to deal with cranky pants anymore. But I don't know. I think it's time for Bill to. I'm sorry. I wish Ryan and uh, Trent were here. This is weird. But hey, we're getting through this. Uh, so, you know, I don't know how much this really dings Belichick's legacy. I mean, just look at it on paper, whether he's liked or not, who knows, who cares? He'll be in Canton in no time around the way, or has been going on for a few days. Now it's baseball. Spring training is back. Can't wait. Shohei Otani has homered for the first time as a Dodger. It took till his third at bat, um, but, you know, took one oppo. And, I mean, he's going to be dangerous, especially for that price tag. But opening day is coming on March 28th. Who's got the most pressure on him? It's got to be the Dodgers. This is something that, I definitely got to have the guys in, but I thought I'd throw it out so you make sure you get all your spring training gear, start checking your lineups. You got to get ready for the fantasy baseball draft coming up. I don't know what else really to uh, to say here. I miss the guys. Groot and Sloth have just been kind of distanced themselves. I don't know. Maybe they're out trying to find Ryan and Trenton. I don't know. It's really been uh fun tonight hanging with you guys and i'm gonna call it 
a quick early night because you know what? I can't because no one else is here. Thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging. This has been the Real Tree Shaker Show.